I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the After the Storm podcast, season three, episode two. And fun fact, this was actually the first episode that was recorded for the season. It was the conversation that got me out of the creative roadblock that I was in and got me on the right path towards being able to produce the kind of content I know I can produce for all of you. And without giving away too much on today's theme and what the conversation is mainly about, it's something we can all relate to. And what that is, is essentially at one point or another, we all arrive at a moment where we look at our surroundings, whether it's people around us, a career, school, whatever the case may be, but there may be something that just keeps weighing us down and is preventing us from fulfilling our full potential some may call it a case of the fuck it. And what that means is essentially at some point or another, you'll look at these things that weigh you down and you just say, man, fuck it. <laughs> and just decide this is the time, this is the moment to rid yourself of those vanities and get yourself in position to uh, succeed and clear your head and just overall improve the quality of your life. And so today's conversation will be just about that and someone who decided that it was time for her to say fuck it and do those things and pursue the passions that she craves and, and I'm that's about all I'm gonna say for now. I don't wanna bury the lead too much. But before we get into the conversation, I just want to say once again, thank you for anyone who's in here right now listening. Hopefully someone somewhere hears something in this podcast that either inspires them or makes them feel like they're not alone in whatever it is they're going through. But I don't want to get too deep into the intro. We got a long conversation, but of course, for those of you that don't know, my name is Eddie, and I will be your host for the After the Storm podcast. So feel free to sit back, relax, unwind, drink a glass of wine, have some popcorn, chill out a little bit as I take you down this trip of life, self-acknowledgement, and of course, dope-ass music.
You have no idea how high I can fly. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hi, hey, Eduardo. Hi, How are you? Did not call me Eduardo. Eddie. Eddie. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Yes. Today, is. you took a leap of faith. You made a big move that you had been contemplating for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, me being the person that I am, I said, I need to capitalize on this moment. And I. You need to put me on the spot. I need to put yeah. you on the spot. Thanks. <laughs> so that when you look back on this momentous day, yes. on a day that I've told you, I believe will be one of the bigger days when you take a look back at your journey, mm-hmm. that you have something to look back to remember all the feelings and the emotions that you felt on that day. Before we get to that, and now that is how you do a teaser right there. No detail whatsoever, very subtle. But people know that something happened. What could it be? And it could be Ooh, anything. It could be anything. You could have had a sex change. <laughs> you, could, you could transition. You, you could. You could. Yeah. Anything could have happened. You know. Anything could happen. Yeah. Yes. But before it's we do that, 2023. Anything could happen. Yeah, exactly. Before we do that, mm-hmm. if you've ever listened to this podcast, I like to set a couple of icebreaker questions for my guests to get them loose, get them comfortable, and just. You know, for the for the, for them to endear themselves to the audience mm-hmm. as well. Okay, are you ready for the icebreaker question? No, but go ahead. All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Phoebe, question number one: mm-hmm. What is your favorite song? Wow, that's terrible. I have so many favorite songs. Um. Ah, oh, why, Eddie? Ah, uh, quick person to come. I have so many favorite songs. One song. Okay. Uh. So I lately have been listening a lot to Jungle, um, Keep Moving by Jungle. Great I song. Like it. Great song. Yeah. Favorite song of all time. Wow, crazy, but okay. Uh, if you could only listen to one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Wow. Okay. Um, you're going to think I'm corny, but I love Coldplay forever and ever. Okay. That's yes. fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're corny. No, I think people think it's corny when they say like Coldplay. Oh, she likes Coldplay. It's like Coldplay is Coldplay, okay? Who bullied you? Who's told you this? I don't know. I'm traumatized. Continue. Coldplay is great. Coldplay is amazing. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Do you feel yellow? Always. That's my favorite color. Nice. Well, Mm -hmm. viva la vida. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Question number three. You're stranded on an island with no signal. I can only take one thing with you. What do you take? My Bible. (laughs) And you knew I was gonna say that. I didn't. I didn't. I right. thought I thought your camera, but then I was just like you my batteries and or mm-hmm. charger, and then you can't edit your photos either way. I definitely take my Bible. Or or can I say another option? Sure, sure. My journal, a journal. I would just write no everything pen? that's going. No, I need a pen, I journal, do. and you pen. Take one. Mm, okay, fine. Bible then. Okay. Bible, Bible. Can't yeah. take notes though. Can't highlight things. That's fine. The right, Bible's so. there. Okay. Cool. Uh, number four, uh, favorite personality trait about yourself? Um, um, I'm funny. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm funny. Oh, okay. Controversial take there. I though. laugh at my own jokes, so I guess that's my dad jokes. That's my favorite thing about me. Okay. They're great. Number five, celebrity crush. Ooh. Jesus. No, no. No, that's weird. That's kind of <laughs> weird. 
It's a little weird. <laughs> um, imagine in love with my Lord and Savior. It's a little weird. Uh, no, actually, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Yes. Honestly, though, think about yes. it. Yes. Same vibes, though. Same vibes. Is it? Long you think hair, so? tall, skinny. You yeah. know, right? He's cute. Funny. Yeah, he's my he's my type. He's my guy. That '70s show. Ashton oh my Kutcher? gosh. Like Kelso. Or oh, more modern. No, the uh, forever, like all his stages of life. All stages of life. I just even love the him. stage of life where he doesn't shower. Oh, he doesn't shower. Is and that he, a thing? Him and Mila Kunis, they were like, "Oh, there we go." Oh no, no, like then a week no. Without showering. No, no, not wow. not that part. So we, listen, I was freaking out with the fact that I think I smell like an arepa. Absolutely not. You're Venezuelan. You always smell like an arepa. <laughs> no. It's just like a natural scent. My mom cooked. Fried arepas today, and I, yeah, I was like, I feel like I smell like arepas. It's a natural sense. Yeah, no. Imagine not showering for like 10 days. No, thank you. Well, but I do love him. I think he's super cute and physically just very attractive. So, oh my gosh, it's been my crush. I'd do it. I'd do it. Yeah. Uh, What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? What would be your, well, what would it be? Oh, that's, yeah, skip that question. Skipping ahead there. Skipping ahead there. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Um, my, I think my lack of consistency in things that I set my mind to do. Okay. I would want to be more like disciplined in that with myself. Okay. And like being more consistent. Perfect. Awesome. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you're looking forward to within the next 12 months? But you got to skip that question. This is not, what do you mean? Okay, fine. Because it's I attached can't skip to every question. Okay, fine. As what? Okay, ask, wh- ask what's again. okay? I'll I'll rephrase. But do you, you know why? You know I, I am saying. I will rephrase the question. What is okay. what is one thing that you would really like to do for yourself within the next twelve months? Um, to grow as a creative. Well, you went so deep. That's I just, my main goal. I I was thinking more like I want to go to Aruba. But or, th- like it sounds like a deep question. Twelve months? That's all hey, like a huge thing. Listen, this is season three. This isn't as deep as season. Okay, two fine. Um, travel more. There you go. <laughs> Any specific place? Any place specifically? <laughs> no, yeah. Kendo. You want to travel to Kendo? That's what you, no. your dream. Kendo Ice Arena. The Arcade Odyssey. Just go to no. the next question. <laughs> okay. What celebrity or public figure could you completely live without? What celebrity or public figure would I come? Could you just they just vanish on the face of the earth and was like, eh, okay. Um, wow. Um that's that's mean. But okay. I mean. <laughs> um, it would be yeah. I, I there's people that I haven't heard of in a while and it's like if they died, it's like just, or if they disappeared. No, no one said death. But <laughs> you're saying this. No one said death. It's just they're no longer in the public eye. No one hears. Oh, okay, no, but like specify. Is it like a anyway. Kardashian, like a like Trump, Kanye? Who would it be? Trump would be great. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. disappeared for a while, and it was like, eh. Disappeared? You know? Were you watching? He disappeared. <laughs> in my mind, he disappeared. Okay. All right, we'll go with Trump. Popular, I guess. Popular yeah. Answer, popular I guess. Answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you had one song left to live, what would it be? One song left to live. Yes. Like one last song that I would listen to. So you know, you play the song, and at the end of the song, that's it. It's over. It's so, over for me. But you know that you get to pick this one song. Wow, it's um, the last song you'll ever want to hear. Mm, wow, these these questions are you keep saying that you don't want to be deep, but these are deep. Um, uh, it would be. 
I think it would be like a happy song. Yeah, Why well, got we don't have to be that deep. No, no, course. of course not. No. What song would it be? It would be uh La Camisa Negra. Que camisa negra el otro. Rawayana. Rawayana. How about that? What song? Hi. Hi. Yes. Okay. That's a great song. Very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh question number ten. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the Freddy Gates? Finally, welcome daughter. <laughs> welcome to paradise. Finally? Okay. <laughs> he misses me, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, no, no, I, I think it, I would want him to tell me, I'm proud of you. Good job. Like you that. made it. Look, you made it. You're here. You made, made it. it. Yeah. Made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Good, yeah. Good answers there across yep. the board. Mm-hmm. You, you, okay, so you're in a deep <laughs> part of, you're a deep moment right now. So I think this is perfect. The segue. Oh, is that what you tried to do? I didn't. No, I try to get these questions in to make it just friendly banter. But they're not deep answers. No, but you were like, oh my God, this question is so deep. They're kind of deep. Hello. I was like, which celebrity crush? I'm like, that's such a deep question. It's not that deep. Making me think deeply. No. And so perfect. Let's transition right into okay. the big news of today. Nebraska, mm-hmm. why don't you share with the world uh, the big, big thing that you did today that you have been contemplating on for so long? Um, so today I pretty much took a leap of faith. I, so I've been wanting, should I go like to the beginning or like just. It's your story. Your okay. Show. I'll share it. So, um, long story short, short story long. Um, are <laughs> ready for 30 minutes. I say long story short and it becomes like a 30 minute story. Yeah. But, um, so I've always been very clear on what I'm passionate about. And it's always been a dream of mine to own my own business one day and to do my thing, to become a freelancer. I'm a photographer, freelancer photographer. And, um, I've always done it on the side. Uh, when I was 18, I was a wedding photographer. I did it full time for like a year. And then I was like, okay, I tried this weddings is probably not for me. I want to discover other areas, but in that I needed a job. So then I started working this and that. But that was always a dream of mine. I'm like, I still, I want to pursue this eventually in my future. Like, that's all I saw. Like, the, and that's obviously still what I see. I see myself doing something like that. Like, I'm not made for a nine to five job and like work for a company. It's just not, I'm not fit. I feel like I don't fit in that lifestyle. Um. So anyway, I've been dreaming about this, praying about this, like just like working towards it and then I have been working in a nine to five corporate job for the past three years. Well, my almost my entire life, but not my entire life, but like my adult life. But um, in this company, it's been for three years. And I was like, okay, my goal is this. And obviously, the older you get, the closer you get, you get to like that other season of your life. And how old are you now? I'm 30. Wow. Yeah, I just turned 30. Yeah. What's that like? I'm only 27. It's actually fun. Yeah, I know. I know. You gotta listen to your elders. Does your back hurt yet? Listen to me, child. Does your back um, hurt yet? Yeah, it does actually. Are you waking up to pee at four in the morning? No, but I am earlier? going to sleep earlier. Oh. Yeah. It's good. Like I get really tired really early. But okay. anyway, going back. Good. Stop deviating me from my story. Um, let me talk. <laughs> so um anyway, so I kept telling myself like the day I leave this company, it's not gonna be because I found a job at another company. I don't know why I always told that to myself. I'm like, the time that I'm tired of working here, because I think we all get there when we're working somewhere or at a corporate job that we get to a point that we're just like, okay, what's next? Um, I always said that. So I hit that point and I was like, 
okay, I'm getting burnt out. I'm not happy here. I just, that's it. Like, I feel like there's, there's just the end is coming for me here. And just one day to the next, I mean, not one day to the next, but I've been thinking about it. I started thinking about it last year. I'm like, I want to quit my job. I want to quit my job, but it just never felt right. I don't know how to explain it. It just never felt right. It was probably the right time at that point, but it just in my heart, in my gut, it didn't feel right. So I'm like, I I don't think it's time. Like, yes, I want to quit. Yes. Like I'm getting burnt out already, but it's not time. So this year was different. Um, I think from August, well, actually, yeah, August is, it's the end of August now, but I think this month, I don't know, something in me just switched. Uh, I had been praying about it a lot and I was just kind of like, okay, I'm legit like near the end. Like I'm like, I can't, I can't, I'm done. And, uh, my birthday passed, which was August 22nd. I was off from like Monday to Wednesday. I asked God for a sign. I'm like, God, I'm really like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow, but whatever. Like, just show me. I really want to know when is it time? Like, when is it? Anyway, I got called into the office. There was a whole discussion, a whole meeting. It was very unnecessary, honestly. Um, and I think there, like the switch just went off. Like I was listening to my manager talk to me and it went from one ear to the other. And I was like, wow, this is deep. Like, I legit don't care. Like, I don't care what they're telling me. I don't care what the issue is. Like, I'm done. I got up, like I left the meeting and I just felt so numb. And I started picking up my stuff like quietly from my desk. And I'm like, it's legit time. And I was just like, what am I like? I was I was just sitting with my feelings. I'm like, it just it feels like it's time. I don't know. I guess I needed that little sign of like being called into the office. I got written up. It was over something really silly. And that's like the 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 push. And it's raining. It's raining. That's fine. We'll keep right? going anyway. Yeah. There's rain. There's planes. <laughs> part of a. Uh, oh my gosh! There's a plane a segue. right now. Part of one of the things I wanted to do <laughs> with, with this this season and just interviews going forward, not to take away from your story, we'll get back mm-hmm. into that. No, no, it's okay. Is I wanted to uh, interview people and have conversations with people in different environments. Whether it's environments that they are comfortable in, let's say you're a beach person and mm-hmm. the beach is just your happy place, your serenity. Yeah. And I want to put you there so that you can feel in your element, in your comfort zone. For Nebraska, she just loves cars under the rain uh, in front of the highway. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so I asked her, it was very specific. And here we are. So if, if when I'm editing, if you hear this episode and there's rain in the back, and I made you park on I ninety five. Cars, right now. cars crashing, and yeah. just doing We're donuts. I ninety five right now. And you hear airplanes. This is what she asked for. Absolutely. Uh, and she also wanted it because she works in aviation, and <laughs> it's just something about hearing planes uh, just, just fly over my us. Soul. Yeah. That just fits the narrative of the story that we're telling today. <laughs> yes. So true home field advantage for Nebraska. Yeah. But let's get back to your story now. So you had the meeting yeah. and. You ask for a sign, you put your stuff away, and then what happened from there? <laughs> that sounds so silly the way you say it. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, that happened, and I guess that was like a push for me to feel, I guess, more burnt out and like checked out for real. That I went back to my desk and I'm like, I'm really done. Like I'm quietly quitting by now. Um, so then I just started thinking more and more about it, and I'm like, I really do feel like it's probably time. Like I, I don't see why not. Obviously. My plan was to like leave later on, like by end of this year and then just like plan and like, you know, just I had everything planned out, but it didn't go accordingly to my plan. 
but it, I don't know. It just felt right. I'm like, I think it, it feels right. So I thought about it for like a week and I prayed about it a lot again. And I just kept feeling peace. Like I saw myself quitting and like the scenario of doing that gave me so much peace that I'm like, there's no way I've, it's never felt right to do that for this. Like no way. So yeah, that I actually um, decided to take that leap of faith and yeah, I did it today. Mm. <laughs> I, should I say what day it is? Or does it matter for you or no? Say the no? day. Okay. So today is September 1st, actually. So beginning of September. Mm-hmm. I did it today. I thought about it for like a week and I was like, okay, <clears throat> should about, I, should I not? You thought about it for way longer. Huh? You thought about it for way longer. But you well, really, I thought about it for a year. But you really yeah. thought about it. Like it felt right. And yeah, in a spam of like a week and a half, I'm like, what is happening in me right now? Right. It just felt it. It still feels right. You know, even the like the fact that I did it because I'm like, I don't want to do it out of like my feelings and be like, you know, out of the like feeling of the moment or like impulsively that like if I feel like when you do something that's like an out of impulse when you do it and then you kind of come back to yourself, you're like, why did I even do that? Like, I regret it. Yeah. It wasn't that like I needed to sit like I needed it because it's a huge decision. You know, it's like it's a it's a steady income. It's like, you know, it's a it's secure paycheck. It's you already expect it. So taking the leap of faith to kind of give to give that away and to just kind of jump into like I told you earlier, I feel like I'm jumping into a pool and I don't know if I'm going to drown. <laughs> it's like I'm stepping into the unknown. Mm-hmm. That That's what's scary. That's what made me like, you know, hold myself back for so long, you know. So so. Being that you took this leap of faith, and before we get into what's to come, next chapters, Mm -hmm. jumping into the unknown, uh, there are a lot of people in this same scenario, or everywhere you look, Mm -hmm. that something about hitting those round numbers, 30, 35, 25, feel like milestone ages, and people will tend to sit with their thoughts, look at their surroundings, and contemplate whether they want more, whether they've achieved enough, uh, whether they're happy with their current life, with what they're doing, whether it be with their relationship, you know, or at work, all these things. And so for you just turning 30 and a lot of people who probably listen to this podcast, including myself, who makes it being 30. uh, There are obviously people who take that, I want to say safer route and will go with steady guaranteed career paths accounting Mm -hmm. uh engineering things like that and of course those are great professions and uh, people who get into those fields they know what they're getting themselves into they're not always gonna be passionate about it it's just maybe just for an income to be safe secure and move up in that in those ranks but taking the creative route is a much much scarier it's not steady to take yeah. Right. And ideally, for most who are in the creative sphere, you want to have kind of a situation that you had to have a steady nine to five or mm-hmm. an income that, you know, is safe and secure yeah. with something you're good at. And then taking the time to build your portfolio to fulfill yourself creatively. But along the way, when you know your passion is what you do beyond the hours of nine to five you arrive where you've arrived and you say, I don't want to do this other thing anymore. I understand that this is steady income. I understand that this makes me feel secure. It's a safe job. It's what my parents want for me, but it's not what I want to do anymore. 
And there's people out there who would give you the opposite argument. It'd be like, I understand that that's your passion and all that, but it's stupid. But Or like, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. keep this, keep that. Mm-hmm. They won't tell you, follow your dreams, do this, do that. And to the naysayers, you just kind of have to stick a middle finger at them or just be like, hey, listen, I know you mean the best, but I need to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. And I need to explore and see how far I can take this. And so for you, you arrive at this point where you leave a steady job two weeks left stepping into the unknown for someone else who may be listening who may be in the same position as you are at a job that they don't like they want to pursue something else but it's scary they don't know if they'll make it if they're not cut out for it what kind of advice would you give them especially now that you said yourself that you sat down thought about it you didn't just act impulsively which a lot of people do tend to do that yeah you could just have one breaking point yeah so i commend you for doing that even though you would tell me all the time how frustrated you were in my head i was just like i'll be out i'm peace yeah <laughs> i'm telling my boss off be like i don't like you you're the reason i'm leaving yada yada all that mm-hmm. and i'm out but you being a mature responsible adult <laughs> decided i'm gonna say with my thoughts and yeah. make a smart decision uh, for myself and so with that mentality in mind what would you say to somebody else who may be in your same position um so you said a lot of like really important key points. I think I do think that support is really important. Um, thankfully, my parents, because I talked to them about it because um, I live with them and obviously I help in my house and stuff like that, like financially. And I obviously had to sit with them. It wasn't again, it wasn't an impulsive thing. Like, I'm just going to go and like jump, you know, um, and they were very supportive about it. And I know that a lot of people don't have that support, especially from their parents, family members or like really close friends. Um, so it is a scary thing. I still feel obviously it's scary. Like I, but it's like, I feel so much peace in me that I'm like, I'm not scared, but I'm scared because I don't know what's going to happen. So I feel like whoever is deciding to make that huge decision is to really sit with it. And like, honestly, yes, to plan accordingly and to like, see, like sit with what works for you best, like whether it is financial, whatever situation it may be. To just plan it, but if it doesn't go according to plan, because it's not going according to plan to how I had the plan in my mind, um, I still feel peace about it. I think it's just if it doesn't feel right, then not it's a not yet. But if you if there is that feeling of like I don't know what's happening, but I do, I think it's a I don't know how to say it. It's like a gut thing that it's like you know when it's right, you know when change is coming, you know when um when you when the, like a a cycles or chapter is being closed you know like it's like only you know what what you want and when to do it you know so at the end of the day the right time is never like there's no such thing as a right time i kept asking people for advice right <laughs> yeah i have a lot of freelance friends and i would always ask them like because obviously i would see them and i'm like i want their lifestyle like that's what i want for me i always wanted it and i always dreamed about it and I always ask them, how did you do it? And they're like, dude, it's never the right time. Like, See, you just have to do it. Like, it's never the right time. But you have to feel it within yourself. Like, you have to know. It's like, you know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know when it's the right time, especially. And obviously, rationally thinking, like, if you plan accordingly, then it's like if your plans are coming to how you planned it. Like, if it's all yeah. according to how you planned it, I think that's when you got to take that jump. No, that's you know? good advice. 
I hope I made sense. It made sense. You you were all over the place, but it made I, sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking you're, and you're speaking. My, you're a Miami girl. It's, it's <laughs> Shut how, up. This is how we talk. We talk in circles to arrive at a point. Long story middle. short, I, yes. I, I warned everybody. but Just a curiosity. So mm-hmm. creative sphere and that whole world. That mm-hmm. When you talk about creatives, it can be so many different could be things. anything. Yes. Anything. Yes. What do you say to somebody in your same position, has a steady job? And then says, Doobie, I need to, I want to leave my job. I, okay, what's wrong? Like, what's the mm-hmm. plan? And they say, I want to be an influencer. I want to be, I want to be a rapper. Why are you like this? I just want to know. Because Why are you asking? I, I'm asking this question and you're laughing because you think. You, no, you, because I think you're joking. You think I'm fucking with you, but I'm not. This okay. is a real, this is a legitimate question. No, I know people. Yes, this is a legitimate yes. question because I'm telling you this right now. Mm-hmm. For you, you didn't just leave without knowing that you're good at something with the other thing that you're doing that you're passionate about without having connections without knowing that you have a portfolio that you have opportunities it's preparing yourself preparing yourself yes yes what do you say to somebody because it's hard and and this is why i'm asking because it's hard because as as somebody who's also creative you want to support people in their creative ventures but you also want to be realistic at the same time. Exactly. For you, exactly. I knew it was easy from the beginning because I've seen your work. You're you're passionate about it. You're really good at it. You have connections. You know you you know people all around. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I feel that it's only going to get better for you. But if you're talking to somebody who's like, I'm out. Well, like just random. Like I want to be an influencer. T- today I watched I watched a Tupac video no. and I said like I want to <laughs> I want to be like him. You know what I mean? What do you, no. What do you? Okay. Is that a moment where you feel that now? Okay, hey, that's like, impulsive. That's yeah. impulsive, and I need you to really think about it. Yeah. As a, are you like me? You'd be like, hey, as a friend, I support you in whatever you want to do. I just want you to think about this. I would, I would say the same thing, and I would tell them like, whatever. If you want to be an influencer, it's like, okay, what are you doing about it? Yeah. <laughs> right? Because for me, like, I again. Going back to what I said, yes, it has to feel right, the gut thing. But now that you said that, that's so important. If you are somebody that wants to be something, an influencer, you got to try it. Like, do it on the side. Like, build your portfolio, your Instagram, go places. Like, do whatever. Like, I've been doing uh, photography since I was 18. So I have, like, I have background in that, you know? And I've met people along the way and I get referrals. So seeing that I've been keeping busy every weekend and it's been like a little side gig at this point. It's like a side freelance job. I know that if I'm able to step in like full force, I know that it can grow. So I've seen the growth. I've seen that I've met like many creatives throughout the years. And like, it's just, I've been referred a lot. Like, it's like, you got to see the the progress in that, but you can't, I can't just, had I not had all that experience, I can't just be like, I'm quitting. I'm going to be a photographer. It's like, what? Like, I'm not going to have any income. Nobody even knows what my work looks like. So if you want to be a rapper, it's like, has anybody ever heard like your rap songs? You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, like, how are you really talented? And you know what? It's like, are you talented or are you not? Because I'm sorry, like, you have to practice that. Yeah. Like, you're not just born a singer. Like, oh, I can sing. Okay. Yeah. Like, from one day to the next. It doesn't work like that. With that said. So. So, obviously, Cats Out of the Bag, you're a photographer. And we can get into yeah. that, that whole part of the story coming up. I want to ask, because photography in this market in Miami and I'm sure in plenty of like big markets too, but specifically from what I've seen in Mm -hmm. Miami, photography feels like a very oversaturated um, 
whether you want to call it a side hustle for some or just career for people. There are photographers everywhere. I have several friends that are photographers, right? And so for someone who's stepping into photography for the first time, one of the drawbacks that they may have is that they may see the environment around them and be like, ah, I know seven, eight other photographers. And they'll think to themselves like, what, what separates me? What can I do that's going to build like my portfolio, right? Like how, why are people going to want to choose me over somebody else? So now that we're here, this is something that we've never talked about. That's this like, true. This is something we've never talked about. That's true. And so, and this next question, I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody's ever asked you this. And if they haven't, I don't know if you have this answer and you can answer it to the best of your abilities. You're but adding so much suspense to this. I, 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 this is what I do. <laughs> so what I do, baby. I add suspense. <laughs> okay. Season three. Season three. So with that being said, oversaturated market, photographers everywhere, talented people everywhere. Mm-hmm. People come from all around the world to be photographers here and all that, et cetera. With your body of work, with your experience, what is it about your style of photography and your talents that you feel, and I don't mean to say like separates you from everybody else, but mm-hmm. what is it about you that you feel makes people want to come back or makes people see your work and be like, wow, I want to work with her while wow, her stuff is amazing. Like what do mm-hmm. you, what is it that you think about your photography that's just, you know, separates you? So I think as a creative, I think we all have an essence. Like we, like you just being yourself, is already what separates you and I feel like that does like reflects in my creative work like I am who I am but it's like reflected in my work um it's like saying a chef like they can like 10 chefs can cook a cake can make can bake a cake not cook a cake can bake a cake and the cake will taste different because their essence their touch is what makes it different it could be with the same ingredients but they're not all gonna taste the same um so it's the same thing with photography I feel like yeah, there's a lot of photographers out there. Absolutely. But I think it's a matter of like aesthetic style. Um, and I think what separates me, I don't think people have asked me this question, actually. Um, so I asked the heavy questions. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you do. Um, I think that what separates me, um, I have mentioned this before, uh, photography at the end of the day is a people business um, as well as a creative, like it's you building artwork, but it's also a people business. So I'm a people person. I love people. Um, and it's easy for me to talk to people because I love people. So it's building that experience and making that part because I obviously photograph like couples and stuff like that. And it's a matter of making people feel comfortable and making giving them the space to be themselves and to just kind of build that connection. And it almost like I've become friends with people I photograph. Like, again, it goes back to it being a people business. So I think if you're a likable person, if you're a friendly person, I think that helps a lot. Like it goes beyond anything you can think or imagine because that person's not going to remember just how the photo session went, but it, they're going to remember how you treated them. Because again, it's like a, it's like almost like hospitality in a sense to a certain degree, because it's kind of like, man, like, yeah, like that, how, like people can ask like, oh, how did it go? And it's like, it went well. She made me feel comfortable. Oh my gosh. I thought I was awkward in front of the camera and I'm not like, she's just so cool. Like I recommend her to you because she's super friendly and her work is great. So I think it goes like, it's like a full package. So I think my love for people is what separates me. And I also love telling stories through the lens It's the best. and just, yeah. And it's just capturing people in their element. Like, again, like I, I, I do sessions of anything, weddings and stuff. And I just, I immerse myself in the moment and just I'm so present in 
my camera, like just there that I'm just, it's not about me. Like I just capture the person. It's like me telling their story that I think that's what reflects in the picture. I think so them seeing that it's like, wow, like this is my story, you know? One of my favorite so. things about photographers like you and other great photographers. Mm -hmm. Yes, I said you're a great photographer. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, is that you allow people to see themselves in ways they mm -hmm. otherwise yeah. wouldn't. They haven't been able to see themselves uh, without direction. Because people, you could be a photographer and just, I have a camera, let's go to a beach and take pictures. Mm -hmm. Hey, go run, go smile. There's more. You need someone behind the lens who has experience, who and direct as well yeah. directors you're not just photographers you're right. directors and it it allows people to just see themselves some of the some of the my favorite pictures i've ever seen are of friends of mine who uh who are now married and had uh, wedding photos or engagement photos that they have hung up all over the wall mm -hmm. and it's them in lights that i don't otherwise get to see them in because i just see them in the day-to-day -day, but to see them in that that intimate element in these beautiful settings, it's it's art. It's artistic. It's it it's no different than an art on the wall you buy at a at an art shop, yeah. right, or at, yeah. a, at a gallery. Mm -hmm. So I, I I think it's fantastic. It's some of the most creative minds I've ever met in my life are photographers or have photography as one of the things that they do. Mm -hmm. um, and something I've always been very interested in. I've always had ideas that I've wanted to collaborate with. Uh, photographers on um, different shots and that's also cool like I'm sure for you if you're working with someone who's also creative or another photographer it's cool because you get to kind of it's so inspiring yeah you get honestly. to you get to work together like mm -hmm. if you're shooting another photographer or someone in the creative mind then they already have ideas that they come in with and then you can just help execute them right it's really cool to collaborate that way um so we're already like 33 minutes in I don't know. I time talk a lot, time right? flies. Time flies when, when you're, you're having, having fun. When you're having a good time, right? <laughs> having a good yeah. time. Or I we're, talk a lot. Too. We're gonna pause really quickly because, as is uh, customary on this podcast, I like to uh, have my guests talk about music for a little bit. For me, uh, music is obviously a big part of this podcast, and uh, obviously, I play my own songs. Sorry about the cars. This is again Nebraska's uh, setting. The seat. I ninety five. I ninety five. Middle of I ninety five. Parked in the middle of the street. Uh, and so, uh, Doobie, talk to me about um, this first song that you want to play for us. Uh, give me a reason why. Again, it doesn't have to be, oh, this song means so much to me. And, uh, you know, I woke up one day from a dream. And, and this <laughs> No, song. I don't have any. No, no. Okay, yeah. We're good. <laughs> um, the first song, well, I mentioned it earlier. It's the Keep Moving song Keep moving by, Jungle. by Jungle. I just love that song. It's like crap. it. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. They're great. It's a podcast favorite. Podcast Jungle is a podcast favorite. Band. Yeah, I love. I they, love good vibes. Do you have you watched their videos? No, I actually so, haven't. So I I recommend you and anyone that says watch their videos. Mm -hmm. And when I say watch their videos, I don't mean like sit there and watch all of them. Just honestly have them on in the background. The con like the concept of their videos is always they have the same dancers that they work with, and it's just one shot dance routines throughout the entire song and when you hear jungle if you're familiar with jungle their music just makes you want to groove i love you just so want to shake move yeah super feel good so mm -hmm. you already want to dance yourself and you're watching the videos and i promise you, you just put like a playlist on youtube of all like their videos and have a good time with it and it'll immediately like 
lift your spirits. So I, I recommend you could do that on a, mm, on, on a like rainy it. day, on a rainy day like today, or or on a happy day where you're just you know getting ready to 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 go out to uh, Tirona or whatever. Tirona. Yeah. <laughs> El patio, you know, places you like to frequent. La Covacha, La you know Covacha, Clove, Clove Love Thursdays, you know. Uh, I recommend you put it on. Yeah, but great song. But anyway, without further ado, here's Keep Moving by Jungle. here uh so one thing that i didn't really do in the initial seasons of the of the podcast was uh i never really dove into uh music with my guests mm-hmm. all that we would do was really just talk about what's going on in their lives and then play a song in the middle as kind of an icebreaker or as just a like a, a breaker period mm-hmm. uh and i kind of want to switch that up a little bit Okay. And actually go into a little five, ten minute. We'll see how, how long we go because I do want to get back into the other stuff as well. Yes. But because music is a big part of my life, anybody who knows me knows that how passionate about it mm-hmm. I am about it. How, how one of my love languages is sending people songs and receiving songs back. Um, and you've shown me a lot of great songs as well. You sent me some pretty bad ones as well too. I have to, I can't lie. Stop. I I'm sure I've sent you things you I, don't like either. I told you those were bad though. I. They were my childhood songs. I was sharing. Oh my god, those are those were part awful. of my childhood. But those, those are were the, awful. Those are the bad ones. No, those don't offend me. Those are the bad ones, right? 
Yes, all the songs you sent me are great. No, my childhood ones are bad ones. No, those are bad. But are those the ones that you were talking about? Some, yeah. Some? I'm sure I've sent you songs that you don't no, like. No, that's not cool. Okay. It happens. I'm being honest. <laughs> this is a. This yeah, is... no, there's some songs that you sent that I'm like, eh, it's okay. That's what but... I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. Okay. So, obviously, we share music a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can sit here and talk all day about what it means to me um, and why I make it such a big part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I want to know from you. Uh, give me a little bit coming from Venezuela. You moved from Venezuela when you were 12 years old, right? Yeah. So, Talk to me about uh, the the role that music played for you growing up. And then maybe the, talk to me also about the culture shock that you might have had uh, moving from Venezuela to the States mm-hmm. and just kind of how pop culture changed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like you said, I grew up in Venezuela. I moved here when I was 12. But actually, uh, in Venezuela, there was a lot of like American. Right. Like we were in, like the music influence was like big there, mm-hmm. like from the American music. Like obviously, I love Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet Boys went to Venezuela, course, yeah. Britney Spears, and all that stuff. So I grew up watching MTV Unplugged all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was very like musically inclined, mostly because of my dad. Mm-hmm. So growing up, even since when I was little, he was very into. Well, he is very into like the Beatles and seventies, eighties, Fleetwood Mac, and stuff like that. So Good I hands. always like. Yeah, so because of my dad, because he loves music so much, I learned a lot about music and a lot of, like, different genres rather than just, like, Spanish music, Venezuela. Obviously, I know my Venezuelan bands, which I've sent to you, so a.k.a. Raguayana. Well, Raguayana is the best. Raguayana is amazing, yes. But that's more, like, from now, like, uh, 2016 and 2014. was so bad. I know, I know. It's <laughs> terrible. I know, I know. But it's my jam, you know? It's, like, my childhood. Oh, but, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, so I have a lot of, like, American, like, pop, culture pop music influence like growing up there but then moving here obviously i didn't speak english yes so moving here so what i'm saying is that i, I knew that obviously in venezuela it's not like i knew it was, no no I know, I know i know you had britney and in sync in the back some people might that, not know that but you didn't have it's true but mm-hmm. you didn't have chingy you didn't have i had missy elliott let me tell you you did have missy elliott but you didn't have I had nelly you didn't have the one hit wonders of the 2000s hip-hop era you didn't Probably have not. chang hang low you didn't have lean with it rock no with no it. that's more from here that was right. more of like a right. local right. usa exactly type of, so yeah, when you yeah, arrive yeah, here yeah. And you hear little john for the first time but okay so you know what's crazy i grew up it's funny because in venezuela i was a huge missy elliott fan I didn't speak English, but like I was, that was my girl. I'm like, I love her. All yeah. her music videos. Her videos are incredible. She's, um, she was just awesome. Nelly, freaking Dilemma, the song Dilemma. Like I knew all those songs. So coming here, obviously having the culture shock, not speaking English and all that stuff. I was very into that music already. So me listening to that, to new songs like that, like for me, there were new songs. I was jamming to it. I'm like, what? This is, this is awesome. Yeah. So then... Yeah, it's just funny because I, there were new songs to me, but I, yeah, it have was you, great. Have you, you mentioned great. Nelly Dilemma, Nelly and Kelly Rowland from Justin yeah. Sound. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the music video to that? I have. How about, yes, I have, but I don't remember too Do much. you know the part where it's Kelly, she's on the second floor of like, uh, of her house. Uh-huh. She's on the phone? And she's on the phone. Yeah. She's on the sidekick, right? Yes. And she's breaking up with, with Nelly. Yeah. And she writes out, like, it's over or something like that. For the longest time, if you don't look at that, you'd be like, oh, she's texting him. Yeah. Go back and look at it. What was she texting? This bitch is, she's, <laughs> she's on like Excel. She, she's, no. talk, she's, 
She's I just snorted on your podcast. <laughs> she's on. I promise. She's on Excel. She's like Microsoft Excel typing. It's That's over. Terrible. It closes her phone. I'm like, who is that going to? Who's who's seeing this? Have you seen? Oh my god! Have you have you seen High School Musical, the first movie? One time. Okay. Once. I think I told you about this, and I showed you the clip. Maybe. Where Vanessa Hudges is hiding in the bathroom, and then Ashley Tisdale, which is Sharpay, whatever, she was looking for her in the bathroom. I can't explain. It's just not that funny. But anyway, Sharpay's looking for her. Ashley Tisdale, she's looking for her in the bathroom. She's looking on the stalls, and when she's like, oh, my God, she's not there. And then she looks at herself in the mirror, in the sink, and, and she's just kind of like she leaves the bathroom frustrated. And then Ashley Tisdale comes out, and then Vanessa Hudges was hiding all along next to the sink, like on a wall next to the sink. And I'm just like, how did you not see her? And the Vanessa Ho just comes out like, oh, she didn't catch me. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> terrible, just terrible. I mean, some of the con- some of the content we consumed in the 2000s was just insane. Oh my so god, <laughs> Anyway, oh, this world. So going back to whole culture shock, uh, you said regarding music, right? Was it is it just with music? Yeah, with music. Yeah, I mean, you can you can dive into it too, if not yeah. just musically, but what you well because of music. I was able to learn English faster. <laughs> hey. That's why. Because Real English. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, right yeah. there, right there. All I knew was yellow, pink. Skeet, skeet, skeet. White. <laughs> you had to say that. Yes. Um very, so, very soft English. <laughs> so Lizzie McGuire helped me. I would put like subtitles. Shout out Hilary Duff. Oh my god, she's awesome. Mm. And very pretty, yes. Mm. Um, and I would write down like all the words in English that I didn't know that I've never heard of. And I would I bought like, my yes, dictionary. Exacto, exactamente. And her, and her. I am her. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I learned because of Lizzie McGuire, but also because of music. Britney Spears. I'm like, I want to understand her songs. Toxic. Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, How Backstreet Boys. To know. Yeah, so music helped me a lot in like learning English. Like I learned, I learned really fast. Like, what you think- what'd you think the first time you saw the I'm a Slave for You video? What did I think? The first time you saw I'm a Slave for You. I learned the oh, dance of that song. You learned the dance? Yes. What about when I was you, like 10 years old. What about when you realized what the lyrics were about? You know, I've never paid attention to the lyrics. I'm a slave for you, right? That's yeah, what it's it. very clear. I don't know what else it says. How about Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera? Do you know what? what that song's about? No. Are you serious? I swear. Oh, you're about to learn. Think Are what, they like all sexualized and think stuff? Think about the video. Think about the song. How's the chorus go? It goes... uh. I'm a genie in a bottle. If you wanna get with me, baby, I will I, make your wish come true. I'm Just a genie in a bottle. You gotta rub me the right way. No. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, my what? Yes. Oh, my childhood just yes. like got stripped. You know away. what? I'm gonna look up the lyrics right now. Actually, we're gonna do this live. I wanna. This this is actually a great game to I do. Wanna, I wanna do this right now. We're deep. We deviated off of the original thing. Genie in a bottle. Uh lyrics here this is live radio okay all right i'm gonna read the first uh verse and then the first chorus okay come on come on oh yeah (laughs) let me read it i'm gonna gonna read it okay i feel like i've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release me you're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way but that don't mean i'm gonna give it away baby 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 Baby, baby, baby. Oh, oh, oh. My body's saying let's go. Oh, oh, oh. But my heart is saying no. If you want to be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. 
I'm a genie in a bottle. You got to rub me the right way. If you want to be with me, I can make your wish come true. You got to make a big impression. Oh, yeah. I got to like what you do. I like the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now. Okay. Got hormones raising at the speed of light. Jeez. Oh, is, that is, that, yes. is that in there too? The music's fading and the lights down low. Just I mean, one more that, dance and then we're good to go. What? That hormones racing right at the speed of light, but that don't mean it's going to be tonight. <gasps> like that. Genius no, bottle. I don't like right that. Away. I used to sing this when I was like 10. Well, you're not 10 anymore. You're an adult. You're 30. My gosh. 20 years later. I, you know, I used to think Pony by Genuine was just about a horse. You know, you're Pony. I can't. Yeah, I thought it was about a horse. I thought it was about a horse. And then too. I realized that Genuine is the pony that she's straddling on. I was oh, this is crazy. So it's a pony. So then I grew up. It's like, not a horse. It's and a then pony. when I grew up, I was like, I want to be that pony. <laughs> Hey, let's get back into some serious <laughs> co- a serious conversation. It's a fun segue. Easy wow, segue. my life just changed tonight. I'm doing a bottle. Easy segue. Okay. You're welcome. You learned a lot with me. Yeah, I, I told you about so. the ketchup song earlier you today. Did, you did. My life changed tonight. I'm telling you. That was crazy. Yeah. Just, you changed my life tonight. Crazy. I'm I'm going to put this one Go out ahead. too. Last one before we get back into the real conversation because mm-hmm. we're already running 46 minutes in. Hey, oh my gosh. If you guys know the ketchup song. The ketchup song is the one that goes, I said, hey, right, that. So people just think that song is nonsense. And I found out a couple of days ago that actually that song is from the perspective of a group of friends who meet a guy named Diego mm-hmm. at a club and it's New Year's Eve. And so the girls are talking to Diego and um, they're telling him that like about like a song or whatever. And then... So the chorus is, or the verses are just the girls and they're there, they're, they meet Diego and they're having a good time. They're dancing and it's New Year's Eve. The chorus is from the perspective of Diego, who Diego wants to hear a particular song that he's going up to the DJ to tell him that he wants to hear this song. Now you hear, I say the hey, da ha, the hey, mm-hmm. right? And if you remember the dance, you're like waving your arms back and forth. And if you think about it, it's kind of like what a DJ does when he's scratching, like records, right? R- vinyls. The The truth is that the song, the chorus, is him in broken English, essentially, or mm-hmm. what people think is Spanish, is him saying that he wants to hear a song. And the song that he wants to hear is, I said a hit. Hop the hip, 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 the I said a hit, hop, the hip, it. I said a hit, hop, hop the hip. It's the same <laughs> thing. The same thing. It blew my mind. Crazy. Oh my gosh. I told Debrass, I'm like, that, that's, that was you when you arrived in this country. That was, I, I was the, sorry, I you're said like, a hit, girl. Yes. You're like, Mr. Por favor, <laughs> Missy, Missy Elliot. Missy Elliot. Work, work, work it. Work it. <laughs> I didn't even probably, I didn't even say the word work it. I think it was something else. Eat. <laughs> okay anyway que triste, mi vida. Anyway. i know we, we i was rough. bullied okay for not speaking English, but that's rough, another rough. you still are story for another day yes i am <laughs> so, <laughs> hey we're off the rails here let's get back into um the conversation and so let's get into this next phase yes. of life that you're stepping into mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier that it's like uh jumping into a pool and feeling like you're i don't know if you're not if you're gonna drown or not right right or for me it's 
I equate it to opening a door and not knowing that everything's going to be behind it, mm-hmm. right? It just be another blank surface or like going down a path that could just lead you to nowhere. Exactly. So <clears throat> that part must bring you a little bit of anxiety, but also excitement mm-hmm. because there's a lot of excitement in the unknown. So, yeah. so now job quit aside, how is this other side of you feeling? And, and what are you looking forward to? What's the initial plan or do you even have a plan right now at the moment? So um, I'm working towards my plan because the plan that I initially had is not the plan that I have now. But uh, I feel it's it's funny because I don't feel anxiety anymore because I'm learning to just be like, OK, today is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. I'm going to work towards like my goal, but it's only going to be one day at a time because I realized that at the beginning when I was thinking about like quitting and all these things, I'm like, but what's going to happen a year from now? And oh my gosh, like what if I don't land any like projects by December? And then it's like, am I really making the right? And it's like, you just get all in, like you get anxiety because you're playing all these scenarios in your head. So I'm like, I'm just not going to do that. Like there's no point. And they do say that what you think sometimes like all these scenarios usually never, they usually never happen. Like they barely happen. So, um, right now my plan is just honestly focusing day by day on the plan that I set my mind to do like daily. Um, obviously I do have a plan as to like, how do I want to land more like gigs and stuff like that? But I don't have a set plan of me saying like, Oh, from here to December, um, it's just so it's the unknown. I've never done this. Like I've never been a full-time freelancer, so I don't even know what, what would be the plan? What would be the right plan? You know? To your shots. The yeah, plan. that's exa- exactly the same things. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing that I've been doing. Tinder on- for photographers. Tinder. That would be really cool. Business idea. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Maybe I'll be rich with that. <laughs> um, thank you. No, but yeah, so it's, it's, I'm just doing the same thing that I've always been, that I've been doing. Um, it's just now going to be, I'm just going to be free Monday through Friday now. So it's filling that gap of what am I going to do? I love that so, you mentioned that. Figuring it out. So first time freelancer. Yeah. I used to freelance. And I did not know this. Yes, I freelance, but I did freelance copy. Okay. So it wasn't glamorous. Okay. It wasn't like exciting. Um, it was just a way to make money on my own time. Mm-hmm. But the thing about freelance, especially when the first time that you do it, when you're accustomed to having somewhere to be. Yeah. Uh, and I worked in a restaurant for a long time. Now I have my nine to five. Uh, but I worked at a restaurant a long time. So even though the hours weren't always consistent, I knew that on a Thursday I have I have to be at this place at the, from this time to this time on a Wednesday. Yeah, you have cetera, a plan. Mm-hmm. You have part of your day is filled and you feel purpose. Yeah. One of the ish, one of the the downfalls of freelancing is that initial stage where you 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 don't feel like you have purpose. You wake up late. Like you don't feel productive. You don't almost. feel productive. You yeah. wake up late. Or maybe you're not waking up late, but like you wake up later than you're accustomed to because Mm -hmm. you don't really have to be up anymore at this time. And then you could be texting your friends and all that or whoever. And they're at work. You realize that they're all busy and you're not. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that is going to be an initial hurdle that you'll have to overcome. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily, you have very close friends who also freelance or real estate, all that. So they can help you with that, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of feeling that. But initially, it's exciting. And you're like, I don't have to wake up at seven in the morning to be somewhere I don't want to be. 
it's just at some point uh it, it will probably hit and yeah. you'll feel like uh, you'll feel like a little bit antsy and like I have to get out and do something but I would recommend to you that you use that time to study more and mm-hmm. to work on your craft behind the scenes even if you're not directly shooting someone uh, in front of you. Yeah. So the plan with that is building my, I'm building my portfolio. Like I'm working on my website and just getting stuff ready that I know I need to get done to start this new journey. Um, but I, I am coming with the schedule of like Monday through Friday. I'm still going to get up early because I was talking to one of my really close, close friends, Andrea. She's a freelancer too. She's a freelance photographer. And we were talking about that because obviously I'm looking for tips. I'm like, what do you do Monday through Friday? Like, what do you do? And I also, and she was telling me, she's like, oh, I work out. I do this. I get, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like it gives me more freedom to work out, to like just work more on myself. But I also want to discover other areas, like expand my creative, like mind and just not just do photography, but maybe learn something new. So, and you've done that. You already started doing that in in multiple ways, Mm -hmm. but I toot my own horn for a second. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Yes. So, (laughs) so Nebraska has her own podcast with. Uh, she just mentioned Andrea. Yeah, Andrea was a guest on my show uh, last season mm-hmm. uh, or season one. I don't remember at this point. Um, and that of one of the most popular episodes. Super clickbait title. The title was like "Why I Walked Away from My Wedding" or something like that. That was a great title. Yeah, that's how you get people. Marketing like, what, what skills. Did she do? What, did she, yeah. what did she do? You clickbait. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Andrea, when I first met her, and we talked about podcasting, she was a nervous wreck. She mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know. I've, I've never done anything like this. And then even the day where we recorded, I could see that she was trying to settle in. Because she told me about that day, because, yeah. Yeah, she was trying to settle in because she felt very, like, antsy. And I told her, like, girl, it's just you and me. We're having a conversation. Like, this is mm-hmm. recorded. No, it's not live. No one's hearing it. If we want to scrap it at the end of the day, we can scrap it. Say what you want. Mm-hmm. And we went from from that, from her being nervous and then after that, her seeing the success of that episode and all the people that heard it, all the people that uh, related to her story, the people that came back into her life uh, to meet up, all those things. And Insane. that Insane. ended up inspiring her to start her own podcast with the person right in front of me, Nebraska. And yeah. it's called the Breaking Bread Podcast. Very different from this one, mm-hmm. but there are some similarities as well. Yeah. But this, that was one of the most fulfilling things for me is to have done this and whether two, three, four, five people listen to it is is one thing. I don't really care. I don't care for the audience size. Yeah. As long as, you know, as long as I'm not speaking to ghosts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. As long as I know that there's some audience and that people are inspired by it, whether because of the content, because of the story someone shares, or to go out themselves and make a podcast, amazing. And so the fact that you guys did that just already made this whole thing worth it because it, it, it was a gateway for someone else to explore a creative avenue. Yeah. So as you were just saying, venturing off beyond just photography, you have changed so much in the past. <laughs> yes, I have. In the past, like, <laughs> however so many months, because you, like Andrea, were also uncomfortable in this setting. Mm-hmm. Also uncomfortable just talking on a microphone or to people or interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And now it's something that, feels almost like second nature to you and here this is probably i mean like eight nine eight nine months ago or whatever mm-hmm. this would not have been as fluent because i absolutely you, not. you would have felt more in your own thoughts right 
now you see. A thousand percent. But now you see. Now you see. You've been able to expand and already beyond just photography. Mm -hmm. And that's that was great advice you said too. It's just not just doing photography, but also expanding in other in other ways. Creative people have. There's not just one thing that that fills a creative person's soul. Mm -hmm. You need different things because one thing can become stagnant, and you can also become inspired from uh, from one thing to another. So you can open more doors (coughs) to another exactly yeah exactly so you're already you know on on that path you know it's funny because i wanted to have a podcast since 20 i didn't know andrea back then since 2020 pandemic inspired me and i started doing live videos on instagram and i'm influencer kind of (laughs) i guess look at that and i was talking to friends right exactly i was talking to friends uh you know you met hector my friend hector yes yeah, so I had, me and him had said, oh, we should have a podcast. We should have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, cool, because we would talk about really interesting things. And that stayed in my mind. He ended up doing his own podcast with his friend, whatever. And I just kind of stopped wow. thinking about it. Crazy. How could he? No, no, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. And, uh, and so I just take, and then because I was so shy about like talking on a microphone and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm not going to, hell no, there's no, who's going to listen to my podcast? Like, no way. And that stayed in my mind for like two years until I met Andrea. And then we talked about, she's like, I was just on Eddie's pod. I didn't know you. I listened to the episode. I'm like, Andrea, you are so eloquent when you speak. Like yeah. we should do a podcast. Yeah. I kept saying it. And you're like, who's that she's other like, guy? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I like his voice. <laughs> Shut up. And I was like, we should do it. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, we should do it. And she started grabbing ideas from you, like from uh, your podcast. Like the song? Yeah, like the song. The song and I'm thing. like, I think we're copying heard, Eddie. Yeah, I heard that. But you were nah, an inspiration like, for sure. So, whatever, whatever, yeah. anything I do here is, I mean, I'm not the first person to ever have a podcast. Everybody, like podcasting, just like I mentioned with photography, yeah. is in a very oversaturated market mm-hmm. as well. And it, everywhere, extremely, everyone, everyone has a podcast. Yes. And it's very easy to just fall into that idea of why would anybody want to listen to what I have to say? And so, and people do listen. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you also, also for this too, I think that a lot of people out there and and whatever anybody can make a podcast. It's yours. It's how you want to do it. It's your vision for it. Uh, but for me, what captures me is doing something different. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. feel I've listened to plenty of podcasts. I'm more of a music guy. I don't listen to podcasts that often, I, even though I have my own. But I do get ideas from other podcasts. And I can honestly say, and I mean, there may, this doesn't mean that there isn't one that exists out there, but I've never heard anything I like what I do on this one, right? The combination of music mm-hmm. and all that, it's also a bitch and a half because it's a lot of editing mm-hmm. and all, the, all these things. There's a lot of hours that go into it. But you have but, fun with it. But I have fun with it and I'm happy with the product that's put out there because I know it's something that people haven't really heard before. And and it's one thing to go from a podcast of like like a Joe Rogan podcast, or whatever, mm-hmm. which they're fun and entertaining in their own way, but most of them is just like a conversation. Yeah. Or there's like true crime uh podcast or like Hollywood story there's podcast. There's a podcast for everything. Podcast for everything. For me, if I'm going to have a variance of kind of podcasts that I listen to, I want them to be a little bit different. I don't want to go from one conversation between two people to another conversation between two people right. all the time. Mm-hmm. So. For me, it's just like if I can throw something into the mix for you, that's just a little bit different that you can maybe run to or wherever you want. And there's music in it and there's a little bit of rhythm and conversation just flows, then I'll be it. You know, that, so that's that's my goal personally. Um, and I think you grow the, the, the more you get to do this. Yeah, and, definitely. And I think you and Andrea will also find, too, 
that if you take an extended amount of time off, um, if there's ever a point where both of you feel like we're kind of at a plateauing. That's where or, we're at right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's important because obviously I've been yeah. that, I've, I was at that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But what it's going to do is that you already created kind of a bit of an audience. You, you have a foundation of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You've already left a legacy behind with your initial episodes. But now you you have give yourself time to uh, to sit with that. You're gonna come back refreshed with more ideas with mm-hmm. dif- with a different energy, right? If you listen to the first two seasons, it, it's very there's it's so different. There is no conversation like the one that we're that we're having right now. I agreed. So yes. it's different, yes. and and what that shows you is the state of mind that a person can be in at a certain point in their life mm-hmm. to where they are now. And I think that's going to happen that's with insane. you and Andrea too. Yeah. No, no. And it's been happening. We've already done like 23 episodes, I think. And from the beginning to now, it's a whole, like it's night and day. Yeah. And the way we started, like, I remember the state of mind that I was at. I remember the state of mind that she was at. We, I was, I'm not going to say it was a whole different person, but like this side of me was never, I had never navigated the side of me of me, like speaking on a microphone. Like all I'm used to is being behind a camera being silent, wearing black, you know, you don't wearing see black. me, you don't always wearing black. Always. You, yes. You don't look at me. It's not about me. It's about you. Like it's never been about me. I I'm used to not like, like I don't crave being the center of attention. Yeah. So like me being the center of attention and like you talking to me and me sharing my story this eight months ago, nine months ago, or when I started the podcast would have, it was so uncomfortable. I'm like, why? Like, no, no. And I'm not an open, I don't open up easily. So that's another thing, you know? So that's helped me too, to be more open and sharing my story in yeah. a sense, because yeah. I'm not used to that either. So. That's good. And, and yeah. it, it should flow that way. But yeah. I think in regular conversation, it comes off, you can more naturally feel open to talk about something that you yeah. otherwise wouldn't have been, as opposed to if you just have a bunch of premeditated questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just one leads into another, into another, into another conversationally things come out because it feels so scripted when you have a questionnaire exactly. which is which is exactly. why we don't do that we exactly. have natural no i've done that in the past because i have like an idea of how i want to maneuver a conversation but that's never that's not me no i can talk to a wall you know that i can talk to a the yeah, gold, you're a little the, crazy the goldfish at the bar that i was just at like i saw you talking alone the other day uh, yeah i talk to myself all the time yeah, I know. for sure i gotta hype myself up it's me <laughs> i'm a biggest fan are you your biggest fan? I am my biggest fan. Biggest I'm fan. learning to be my biggest fan. That's good. I was, I, yeah. I was so curious to see what you were going to say about uh, what separates your photography from other people. Because one thing you don't do, and this is this is going to segue into my favorite part of the podcast. Say it. One thing that you don't do is that you don't give yourself your own flowers often. You, yeah, that's you're true. Com- you're a confident person. I see that. Mm-hmm. It's a natural. There's a there's a, a vibrance about you when you walk into a room. People know. You have an energy to you, absolutely. But when it comes to the actual deep parts of that and hyping yourself up and saying it out loud, mm-hmm. you struggle to do that. Yeah. And and I know you have it in you because of how confident you already are. It comes out sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I'm sometimes. like, yeah, like I talk myself up and stuff. But yeah, it's not, I don't sound like I do it every day. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh my, no, you it's don't, not. You don't hop out the bed and then turn your swag on? And then take a look in the mirror Why? and say, what's up? Just stop. And then say, I'm getting money. Why? 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 I said that. I knew it was that's going. My daily I aff- knew that's where it was That's going. my daily affirmation, girl. Of course. I hop about the bed. Hop about the I bed. I turn my swag on because I have to turn it off when I'm going to sleep. Right, right. 
And then I take a look in the mirror. And you say, what's up? I say, what's up? And then I go get money. That's me get, every yeah, day. That's work. my life. That's how I do That is your life. You go get money. That's my life. I go get money. You know? That's life right money. now. Money. It is what it is. <laughs> what are we going to do? But Thank yeah, you. that's true. Thank you for pointing that out. Of course. I mean, not thank you, but okay. Yes. Yeah. Do it more. I'm glad you pointed it out. Do more of it. I am. So you said I'm my biggest fan. I'm learning to be my biggest fan because now that I'm taking this leap of faith, I got to, it's on me now. Yeah. And I want you to know. That's it. I want you to know that when, when that happens, when you become, when you know you're your own biggest fan, mm-hmm. there's going to be people out there who don't like you as much. That does happen. It happens all the time. Believe me, I know. But I, I know that too. Okay, fair. But like, but you may I've, not. I've seen that. You may like, not, I've experienced. You may that. not. Okay, fair. I'm saying. Yeah. So you may not be as used to it yet, because there's gonna be a difference in you, because there's gonna be that extra layer of confidence that may be too much for some people. It happens all the time. It happens all the time when you're. But for you, you have you you surround yourself with a lot of like creative minds who, uh, although uh, very uh, introverted. Mm-hmm. have like extroverted minds to a degree yeah. and kind of allow you, give you the space to be yourself without judging or without saying yeah. this and that, like, oh, there goes Nebraska doing this and that. And, you know, it was funny. I just came back from a trip and not that my friends were like making, not that they were like saying it in a bad way, but uh, they were saying I make a tripod out of anything because I would find the time to just put my phone on like a bottle of Patron on like a and table and just make videos, right? The, the they're like, bro, you were making a TikTok at like two in the morning, drunk. I was like, I didn't make TikToks. I know I don't make TikToks. I was just taking pictures and self-timing cameras or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just me being me, like, you know, enjoying being live in a moment, capturing moments, right? And and for some people that could be like, uh, I'm not saying for my friends, but for yeah. some people it could be, off-putting or like oh, I so full of himself or like why does he do that it's so childish and whatever that's interesting I don't, I don't think that yeah, yeah, no you don't but you you have yourself at, yeah. at all times at all times I always say yeah. take more selfies I love when people take selfies there's always like, I don't have enough selfies that's funny there's such a stigma on like uh stuff like I take no it's not that I honestly just I just don't know I don't know no that's fine you don't have to I don't think about it I'm not yeah. like oh let me take a but like, some people are just like ah, no I don't want like it's so no it's so basic whatever it's so basic so lame like no take more pictures in, of you and your light and moments that you're having fun and all that I am thinking of something though Um, the fact that you said that it's like oh now that I'm stepping into a new journey in my life a new season a new season as you love to say new era yeah I always say that new era um I do think it's a, it's the arrows for you and it's the seasons for me. <laughs> um, I do think that this is actually very humbling. It's in a, it's been a very humbling experience where I feel like I'm already, I've, I am a freelance, I've been a freelance photographer because of what I do. Since it's not, I don't make it about me. I already don't make it about me. It's more of a humbling experience. And now I think I'm going to learn that money comes and goes that, it's not about like, oh, I'm the best because I'm not. I don't think I'm the best. I think I'm a great photographer. I think I'm very creative. I think I'm talented, gifted, all these things. I do think that my work is very valuable, but I don't think I can get to that point where I'm like, oh, my value and my work. Like, I don't think I'll ever get to that because photography for me has been such a humbling, life changing experience that it's like there's no way like there's it's just I can't get there because it's not about me at the end of the day it's not about me okay it's a leap of faith it's not because of my works or because it's like 
yes, this, this has been planted in me and yes, I'm gifted. And because of my talent, thankfully I'm getting there, but the sense of peace that I feel, even though my plan didn't go according to how I planned it, it already shows me that I'm like, I don't know. I th- God is the one that's planning it all for me. Like at this point, I'm jumping into a pool and I'm believing that he's got me because I don't even know. I have no idea what I'm up. I don't know what's going to happen. He's your floaty. Yeah, literally. Like that's just literally, that's been my anchor. And you know that, like that's been my anchor. Like it's like God at the end of the day is the one that's telling me what's up. So I can't, like, I can't just make it. There's, I can't like, no, I just can't. But you're so mad. I can't. I can't. No, (laughs) but I I can't. But I can't. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but no. But yeah, no, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, so have, it's, yeah, it's a very humbling experience. Okay, I have a couple questions and then we can wrap up. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, Jeez. you're good. This is okay. good. I have a couple questions and we can wrap up. Okay. They're very basic questions, but they're huge questions. Oh, God. You ready? No, but okay. go ahead. Number one. Mm-hmm. You're going to say something so silly right now. I'm looking at you and I already know. What do you, I, I'm a serious I know person. you. I'm a serious person. I am a serious person too. Go ahead. Who lives in the pineapple I wanted to see? <laughs> I knew it. Squidward, hello. Oh my god. All right. Uh, no, for real. <clears throat> suspense. Uh so stepping into this next uh phase of life. Mm-hmm. You're 30 now. Yeah. You ain't a baby anymore. No. But you're still but you're still young. Yeah. So yeah. I am. What about this new season that you're stepping into? What do you fear the most? <laughs> everything what do i fear the most of this new season failing failure what would be describe failure for you in this season in the season nothing working out for me like me taking the leap of faith feeling peace about it and then just getting there to the pool and just being like wow i'm actually drowning and then feeling like i'm never gonna get out of it that's my fear that's good yeah, good fear. And, that, and that is a natural fear for anyone. It's so natural. Creative. I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. Yeah. it's okay. It's scary, but you need a little bit of fear to kick you in the ass and, mm-hmm. and, and take you. I yeah. always say uh, nothing worth doing is worth doing unless there's a little bit of fear involved. You know, it's the fact that you said that. I, I told you that earlier. When I gave my resignation letter today, my manager told me something that I was like, wow. He was telling me, he's like, I think your time is now. He's like, even though I'm sad you're leaving and you're a great asset to the company, I think your time is now because you are so passionate about it. And you like, I do think that you're going to do great things. But he's like, one of my biggest regrets is not doing like what I, what was my dream or whatever back then. And now that I have kids, now that I'm married, it's a whole different thing. He has all these responsibilities and it's harder for him to do it. So he says that, like, the fact that he told me that he's like, if you feel like it's now, it's now. And at least if you, let's say it doesn't work out for you, which I, I doubt. The fact that he said that, the fact that he told me, the fact that that he was like, oh, it's going to work out for you. I believe it's going to work out for you. But if it doesn't work out, at least you tried. At least you know. And he's like, that's my biggest regret because I never tried. I never, like, went down that route. So I admire you for that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Love that. So that's something I take with me because I'm like, I, if it doesn't work out for me, it's going to be like, hey, at least I tried. You did try. Yeah. I tried. And that's it. Now I know. So, yeah. Okay. Next yeah. question. This is a general question. Just uh, and And this, I always ask this to people or I, I, I tell them to ask them themselves or to ask themselves this question uh, because unlocking the, the real answer to this question 
can help make the biggest change you ever, you've ever needed to make in your life. And people don't ask themselves this all the time. Okay. The question is simply, are you happy? Yes. Yes. It's good. I am. I think you asked Generally, me this a few days ago. Yes, differently. But I, I always ask this because if you said it, you said it without hesitation, which is, I mean, to me, it tells me everything I need to know. Mm -hmm. But when someone asks them, like, if you ask yourself, like, are you happy? And you can't immediately be like, yes, I'm happy. Then you know there's something, something happening that's yeah. preventing you from from being happy, and at that point you can it gives you it gives you clarity to be able to pinpoint what it is in your life that's preventing you from being happy. Absolutely, and you get to work on it. Mm -hmm. Does that mean it's an impulsive impulsive decision? Maybe not, but a couple like a month, two months ago, or whatever it's been, you have been going through. Oh, I wasn't that happy. Yeah, you weren't happy. And you were going through a funk, right? You, mm -hmm. you, There was a lot going on. Yeah. And I think that you sent you your own thoughts. You, you did a whole fast. Uh, and that allowed you to arrive at what it was that was dragging you down. Yeah. So you asked yourself, you're basically asking yourself, like, am I happy? And when the answer was no, you figured out what it was and made the moves towards it. Yeah. And I think that people need to start asking themselves that more often. Because time will pass, you realize that you've been unhappy at the same thing, doing the same thing or having the same routine for a long time, and you were never able to get out of it. And it becomes more difficult if you the longer you wait. So that's good. I'm glad that Thank you. there was no hesitation. You were just happy from the beginning. Thank you. That's amazing. I do think some people know why they're not happy, but they stick with it. They that's stay true. stagnant, whether it is a financial yes. situation that's or a true. job thing. And then they're just security. I yeah. I think yeah, it's a mentality. There's a, there's a, I don't know if you've heard of that. The mentality, the scarcity mindset. No. Some people have scarcity mindset, meaning that, um, it's almost like a negative, there's a negative connotation to it because you're just like, let's say you're not happy because of a financial situation or you're not happy at your job. It's like, well, this is all I got. This is what I got to do. Like, it's like you stay, you yeah. stay there because you don't, it's a mentality thing. Like you don't believe that there's more for you or that it's, there's just like a whole belief system there. That's like, I'm just going to stay here. This is the best I can do. This is the best salary I have. And it's like, you keep choosing the same thing over and over again, but it just keeps making you miserable. So it's like a scarcity mindset, you know? That's awesome. So, yeah, I think self-awareness is important, but not a, not a lot of people have that. That's or true. they have it, but they don't practice like what or they say. They yeah. Self-awareness, common sense isn't so common. Yeah. Is it that? And that's true, too. It's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, yeah. So those are the general questions. What do you fear? Are you happy? And I think that allows us to, to arrive at whatever era or season or phase of our life we're at right now and mm -hmm. pinpoint the things that are good for us that serve us and things that absolutely do not yeah so thank you for answering honestly so there's two things left to do three things left to do uh actually okay. before we before we get off mm -hmm. first thing i would do is uh i always like to give my guests their flowers uh i did a little bit earlier kind of to send you to be more confident right and just be your biggest fan all those things beyond that doobie you are a uh you are a light that walks into a dark room uh you are just your personality is extremely contagious you've met so many people uh close friends of mine acquaintances and everyone has just amazing things to say about you uh i don't have a single 
bad thing that I could possibly say about you. Some of your jokes aren't as good as you think they are. I knew you were going there. <laughs> uh, some of the songs you send me are kind of eh. <laughs> whatever. Uh, but beyond you, you you wear turtlenecks in ninety degree weather. Um, Short sleeve. Yeah, still though. But about besides that, there's not much more I can say. You're hilarious. I gave you your own flowers on your own podcast. Remember when I did that? Yeah. And you were just like crumbling. But it's been a while. You, you can were, say it again. You were just crumbling into your own little desk. Oh my uh, gosh. Yes. Just shy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're amazing in and out. I, I commend you for your bravery, your spirit. I'm super happy that you uh, that you made this move today, which is really why I wanted to have this conversation because it's so fresh. Um, and it'll never be fresher than today. Uh, beyond now, now is what's going to happen next. All yeah. right, You have these next two weeks at work. Once that, okay, we are stepping into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to tell you how much I commend your bravery and uh, make, taking that step, something that a lot of people don't do. Yeah. It's very easy for me to say on the outside, be like, yeah, quit, do it, do it. When at the end of the day, there's nothing secure that comes after it. Um, so I appreciate you doing that for uh, all quality time, for... Just, just for being you. Keep going. You're amazing. Oh, keep going. Relax. I don't. We don't tell me more. No, then we'll be here. Make for, it to, to... We'll be here for two hours. Relax. <laughs> chill, chill, Thank chill. You. Okay, we have two pieces of businesses. So, mm-hmm. one is the song. One is your second song that we always like to end the interview off. You can start thinking about that because I see you didn't have a second song. No, I don't. It's fine. But... Just think of any song you want ever. Okay. As long as it's not Sandy Papo. I don't want that. Um, so this this next part is something fresh, new that I wanted to also bring onto the show. I got this idea from a podcast I listened to that I think we should do as well. Diary of a CEO, yes. CEO with Steve love, Barrett. Love, 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 yeah, love. Yeah, great, 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 mm-hmm. great. Um, great podcast. At the end of at the end of those interviews, what he does is he asks um, mm-hmm. the, the guests to ask a question, a blind question for the person for like the next interview. And so mm-hmm. the next interview, he'll say whatever the question was, and sometimes it's a Sometimes it hits. Sometimes it's like, wow, like this is a very, this relates to me completely. Sometimes yeah. it's just like random. So taking that same concept, right? Um, blind. Again, I don't know who my next guest will be. I'm not really going to plan it based off what this next part goes by. But I think it'd be interesting to see um, how this works out. So uh, what I'm requesting from you is, again, not knowing who the hell the next guest is going to be. Just give a blind piece of advice. A question or an advice? Give give advice. Just a blind piece of advice about anything in the world. Could um, be anything, anything, anything. Piece of advice. Uh, whatever, because we've been talking about fear. Whatever you're fearful of, find ways to face it. Don't overthink it. Face it. <laughs> Don't overthink it. <laughs> no, wait. Face it. Don't overthink it. And just navigate why are you so fearful about that? Because when we have fear, which I heard this the other day, is when we have fear about something specific is because there's change coming in regards to that area of our lives. So navigate why you're fearful about that. What do you, what changes, like, what is it that is coming with it? Like, what change do you think is coming and how, and how um, are you going to face it? So face it like in i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> just face the fear <laughs> face your fear don't overthink because it. change is coming that means that change is coming face it change is good 
Okay. Change is good and just jump and do it. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Super Miami. I just went Super. all over. It's so Miami. Venezuela hasta la muerte. You did circles around the Kendall Ice Arena. Just es que you put me on the spot. I was on the spot. I asked you to give blind advice. I thought it was a question. It I had a question, question in my mind. Like, no, what just, question would you ask the I next? Just give blind guess. advice. The advice could have been like, hey, add... Add extra Not, cheese to your pizza, like. <laughs> no, but I want to be deep. Let me, let me be. Yeah. Fine. No, it's good. That was that was good advice. Yeah, jump out in fear. That's it. That was good advice. Go I'm inspired today. I'm inspired. Today. Jump out of a plane. That's great. I did That's that. Good. It's awesome. Metaphorically, yes. No, I actually did that. Oh, cool. I skydived. I, I can't. I can't do that. It's not for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I thought you were fun. I guess you're. Not I am fun. fun. I'm okay. the. I'm the funnest. You're safe fun. F is for friends. We do stuff together. Stop. U is for you and me. And N is for anywhere, anytime at all. Down N here is for in Venezuela. Okay. Um, N is for Nancy. That was such a deep advice. I'm so sorry. It was so confusing. <laughs> Can I give another one? Sure. Yeah, I'm not going to erase. Can you delete I'm not that? It's staying. <laughs> It's gonna stay. That was terrible. It was good. I'm overthinking it. No, I'm overthinking it now. I love your advice. Hey, don't overthink. I'm overthinking. Even though I'm overthinking, <laughs> I'm overthinking, not overthinking. Maybe you should overthink. Okay, yeah. Next advice, short and simple. Yes. Do the thing you've been wanting to do. That's it. Okay, yeah, that's it. Not go. drugs, though. Whoever the next guest. Not drugs, please. <laughs> not drugs. Whoever the next guest is gonna get both of those. They're gonna get no, both. Oh, okay, pena. Yeah. That yeah. next guest is I'll gonna be like, who is this girl? She's I'll summarize so weird. Them. I'll summarize them. I'm not weird, I swear. Okay. All right, so we finally have arrived at uh, the end of the episode, uh, hour 23 in. Uh, looking yeah. good, looking good. Solid, solid. Solid time. Could have gone longer, too. But, I mean, we can. We can go longer. Part two. We have a part two with you on our podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I need part two of my confession. Wait, do I have to pick a song I'm now? Gonna tell them I got... Yeah, pick a second song. Oh, my God. The one I showed you, 99. What's your favorite sequel? Wow. Um, Movie, song, if there's a part two of a song or part two of an album or movie. Movie? It could be anything. I don't don't need one of each. Because songs? I don't know. That's fine, yeah. There's aren't like a lot of part twos. There's like I Need a Girl part two, Confessions part two. (laughs) Um, Movie? I like 21 Jump Street. I like the sequel. 22 Jump Street? Yes. Fire. Yeah, I like it. it was, That's what I thought about. Um, it was Swiper and <laughs> Boots. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. Ay, ay, ay. Um, wait, I'm, I'm looking for a song. You're looking through your catalog of songs? Um, okay. Um, so I'll pick, I'll pick, I'll pick. Um, yeah, it's not to be deep. No, 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 you say it, but I want to pick a good one. Okay, I'm not okay. going to pick Adele. Want me to pick Adele? You can pick whatever you want. No, okay. no, that's too depressing. I'm judge. not depressed. We don't just music on Okay, that. no, I like this song because I like it. I think it's a great song. Back Pocket by Wolf Peck. I've never heard of them, but I like that song. Wolf, I think Wolf Peck? Wolf Peck. Spell that? V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K. You have to send me that one. I don't know that one. I've sent you... You've sent me this one? You've yeah, sent but me, I've sent you a lot of songs. You've sent I'll me send like it to you. Uh, 376 songs I've counted. Jeez, <laughs> okay. Seriously. It's a funky song. Funky? It's very funky. We like, like funk me. on this podcast. Yes, I love funk. Funk funk is good. Funk, funk is happy. Funk is good, yes. 
yeah okay it's a happy episode well um we before we play the uh wolf pack wolf, wolf pack wolf pack wolf pack wolf it's called back pocket back, the song pocket. Is back pocket okay before we play back pocket mm-hmm. uh one more uh opportunity for you to just have the floor say what you'd like to say as we sign off on this episode and also i just want to say thank you for being on and for taking the time again very strange setting you've picked here but i wanted to make you comfortable and put you in an environment where you felt like you were at home i think people are gonna think that i'm crazy and and i you chose i-95 we're literally pulled off on the side of the road on i-95 as if like my car you said doobie pick something original something that you've never done before i-95 let's go park right. right there Hey, we the adrenaline is fun. We stop at we stop at nothing to make sure our guests are comfortable here. Exactly. So exactly. Awesome. So thank, thank you, you again for being on. Great, great episode. Uh please, floor is yours, whatever you'd like to say. No, that you're the best. I'm gonna throw flowers real thank quick. Thank you, I know. <laughs> um, no, thank you for having me on your podcast. This was actually caught me by surprise. I'm like, what? We're recording? Okay, cool um and yeah i'm just i'm grateful for you and for your podcast and for having me and for just making this very comfortable and me being able to speak and share my journey because again i'm not easy to open up with people right away especially on a microphone i'm like this is what's happening so you make it very easy so thank you for that you're welcome I don't know what else to say because it's going to become a long thing. Yeah, no. So, it's, it's okay. Long story short, short story oh, long. Primer impacto. Buenas, bienvenidos a Telemundo en vivo y en directo. Hoy es viernes y mañana será sábado gigante. <laughs> and with that, friends, that's... Es un sábado gigante y yo soy Don Francisco. Don Francisco, Don Francisco quiere un nuevo automóvil. Aquí está, gratis, solo para usted. Acorde Toyota. Yo quiero un carro. ¿Sí, mamá? No, no, no. ¿Quién da el Toyota? ¿No? ¿Quién da el Toyota? El niño argentino. Oh, no. The Argentinian kid. That the dad owns. ¿Quién da el Toyota? I remember Robert Rubenstein. Wow. What happened with that guy? Uh, Did he die? Yo quiero ser tu abogado. I think he died. Think it's he died? Alex Hanna now. Alex Hanna? Yeah. Um, Robert Rubenstein was my What guy. about Leon Medical Center, the commercial? That's one of my clients. <laughs> so it's Navarro and Leon Medical Na- Center. Uh, Shout out! Navarro. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Leon Medical Center. Who? Who else? Uh, Madrina Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> You know that that's, that does exist. Sedano, no. Madrina insurance. Not Sedano. Sedano is a rival. Uh, Winn-Dixie. Oh Winn-Dixie. Fresco y más. Like, does Winn-Dixie ex- exist anymore? It's Fresco y más. But there's a Winn-Dixie. There's a Winn-Dixie. Like, what are we still doing? By here? my house. There's a Winn-Dixie on the, right, the shopping center where there's uh, the LA Fitness. Um, on, like he was, This is us, like, on, Lejeune, on a regular. On, like, on, like Lejeune. Yeah. A, oh, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, okay, I mean, so, uh, anyway, <laughs> this is La Camisa Negra by Juanes, uh, oh, God, okay, <laughs> no, it's, uh, one more time, one more time, no, one song, more time, song, en serio, I just forget, back pocket, back pocket, by, wolf puck, pack, wolf pack, yes. wolf pack, 